Hello everyone, it is Amina Lee, the host of the Lifestyle of Amina Lee podcast, and on this podcast you'll find everything TikTok tea. Today's news, I review the latest TV shows and movies that are coming out, and I do everything on here. So while you're here, you might also subscribe and follow my podcast on whatever podcast platform you are listening on. So, today's podcast episode, I shall be talking about Charlie Emilio and her sister Dixie leaving the Hype House, and I will also be reviewing Hollywood on Netflix. So let's get straight into the podcast. And also while you're here, you can also click the link in the bio and you can, you know, leave a little donation. You don't have to. Not pressuring you. You know, it's hard times right now. But I'm just if you want to be nice and you want to support the podcast, link is in the bio below. But if you do want to support this podcast for free, definitely leave a rating and subscribe and follow my podcast. So anyways, let's get into it. So Charlie Dimelo and Dixie leaving the Hype House. I always knew this was going to happen. I mean, it's like, it was going to happen. So, probably like, Amina, how do you know this is going to happen? So, first, 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 of all. So, Dixie and Charlie's representative actually spoke out. I forgot to watch media publication, but they said, well, I don't know if this is true, but they did tell the media article slash publisher that Dixie and Charlie left because the hype house was starting to come to become more like a job and you know they're still friends with the people that's in the hype house but you know they're not there anymore so if you guys don't know the hype house aka the white house um is full of no diversity on tiktok yes it's not but anyways you know the white house um you know it was starting to become a little bit more of a job, you know? It wasn't, like, becoming... It didn't seem like, I'm not gonna lie, like, the White House at first, aka the Hype House. Like, it wasn't, you know, be... It wasn't... Even though there was no diversity to it, and it was, you know, white chocolate everywhere, it was, like... It seemed like it was fun at first. Like, you know, you're just filming videos with your friends before Thomas, you know started becoming stingy it was it really did seem like it was positive but since charlie left the house you might as well just call it the house because she brought the hype to the hype house if i'm just i'm just saying i'm just saying and and you know that i'm right okay <laughs> so anyways like i was saying so with the white house now they left who's left in there amina so now you have Addison, you have Avani, you have some other people I don't know. You have Tony Lopez, Andreas, you have, oh my god, who else? Who else is in a high post? You have Stingy Thomas, you have um, Cover. I don't know who um, names their child that, but hey, you we all have unique names. So it might be meaning, so I'm going to be nice. But um, some other white house members that i don't know but other than that you might as well just name it house because charlie brought that hype to it because charlie's hype really started happening around like september november stuff like that so like yeah and it was all i like even though people are like oh you can't compare dixie and like charlie i like how her sister's always with her because before people start like you know they let the fame change them i like how she always brings her sister along with her like, hey, you know, we might as well share. And, you know, Dixie has a lot of millions of followers, too. Not as much as Charlie. But she has her own fan base. So it's not like, oh, like, you just because of Charlie. But, yeah, I like it. She's always had her sister along. I feel like 
Freaking Charlie was in the Super Bowl commercial. Like, why do you need the Hype House? Like, what was the purpose there? And a lot of people actually started suspecting that Charlie wasn't a part of the Hype House because someone did a video about the Hype House and did a photo shoot and Charlie wasn't there. And Dixie as well. And then the Hype House was doing a lot of videos and Charlie and Dixie weren't there as well. If you guys don't know, Charlie and Dixie aren't in L.A., and Thomas, the culture, um, I don't want to say culture virtue because he isn't, the social media wannabe um, desperate king is desperate for money. So if you guys don't know, just a quick re- recap, you guys can find out more on my YouTube channel, The Mainly Chronicles. I'll leave the link for that below. So, you know, Daisy exposed him and said how he started becoming money hungry and how he start he started leaving her out of the, you know, the interviews and stuff. And he'll start buying all this stuff. So this stuff that Daisy was saying back then is actually starting to add up now because the representative for the DMLOs say that, you know, it's now more of like a job. But then Daisy said that Thomas was starting to take the money. So I'm just like... Sh- Ciao. this is starting to add up like come on white house members you gotta break up soon but anyways um add some rays there to be honest with you and a little side note with like little huddy aka chase hudson i do know that he did you know have some of his type on his own this is just my opinion i'm entitled to it freedom of speech whatever but um i think that you know Chase's following did grow a lot more because of Charlie. I can't take away the fact he did have his own following. But to be honest with you, I only got really familiar with Chase Hudson because of Charlie. I'm not, I just want to say this again. I knew that he had his own following before. But... His following did grow because of Charlie, but I get it, you know. Thomas did say before that you should only date people with millions of followers if you have millions of followers, too. Yes, that's an interview, in an interview he did with, um, I think, E! News or another one. But yes, I'm not lying. You guys can look up Thomas, whatever his last name is, on YouTube and the interview comes up. <laughs> no, he actually did it with, I think it was E! News. But anyways, yes, so only date millions only date somebody with millions of followers if you have millions of followers or two just because you know followers define you and everything <laughs> so totally cool but um anyways like i was saying yeah please don't date someone with millions of followers that was totally a joke if you didn't if you didn't get the sarcastic tone of my voice but um yeah they're out just let me know you, let me know what you guys think um i honestly think that they don't need the white house i just raised there like i said not gonna lie to like, Addison Ray seems like the sweetest person, but, like, I did not know about her either until Charlie. Like, I'm not trying to hate on her. This is just, like, what I've seen on TikTok. Addison Ray and her mom blew up from that video. It was like, you like my diamonds and my pearls? And is it that? Yeah, I think you, I designed it. That one, it was, like, where you show off your daughter and stuff. That's how they blew up on TikTok. I never knew that because I never saw that video until that video started coming up on my For You page. And people were like, oh, my God, that's how they blew up. I was like, oh, my God, that's so cool. I never knew about that. Anyways, like, her and her mom look so cool. But, like, I didn't know who Adam Saray was until the White House. Like, literally, I looked at the picture of the White House, and I was like, what the hell is this? I was like, what? I was like, child, the ghetto. But anyways, I'm going to go on. I'm going to review the Hollywood um, that's on Netflix before 
my listeners kill me and be like, I'm going to move on. But anyways, I'm glad they're out the White House. I'm super proud of them. The MLOs keep killing it. And Charlie, you're 16 now, so keep killing it, girl. Do your thing. Okay, so now I'm going to go in and talk about Hollywood Netflix. So if you're here, hello and welcome to the second segment of the episode. So Hollywood on Netflix is a very great show. I'm not going to review every single thing that happens on this episode. I mean, not this episode, the series. Because there's a lot going on. There's like a lot of, you know, explicit scenes um, and stuff like that. But this show is very underrated. I'm, I think this show, you know how Netflix now does a thing where it tells you, like when you first go to that um, app or website, however you watch Netflix, it'll tell you what are the top 10 shows that are trending in the United States. And I, th- I believe that Hollywood was actually on there, but... Just a quick recap, and just letting you guys know my honest thoughts. So pretty much, Hollywood is about a guy. It's about it's about, it's literally about a group of guys, and they want to break into Hollywood. So one of the guys is actually gay, and he's black. So whoo, this is this takes place in actually like, child. This was before the civil rights movement. So, around that time. A now. So, imagine the racism between that. Another guy, he actually had a wife, but she ended up cheating on him and having babies with somebody else. Yes, so she was pregnant, and the babies weren't his. That's that's a little spoiler. I'm so sorry. Please, please don't kill me. But this guy, I don't know his name, but he really wants to break into Hollywood. Like, he's dedicated. He sleeps with other women to make sure that his lights are on and stuff, and he's married. But it doesn't matter because, you know, his wife cheated on him and had babies with somebody else and didn't tell him until the end of the pregnancy. <laughs> no, until the babies were born. Okay, um, who else? is actually also a black actress. She's so pretty. She's actually dating an NBA player in real life, but she's so pretty. Um, I was like, yes, black excellence playing in a show. I was like, a girl that actually looks like me. That's crazy. <laughs> T, that's another episode. But, um, she's, of course, a black actress before the civil rights movement. That that should already, expo- like, rack it, re- recap it for you. Like, t- yeah, so they all want to break into Hollywood, and then after... They land into this movie called Meg, and then a black actress is actually dating a white director. No racist stuff. He loves his black woman, and um, that wasn't a joke. I was actually being very serious. Um, he loves his black wife. They're married, but of course, along the way, she faces like racism. People call her and stuff like that. And then they were actually going to get the movie review re- removed. Sorry about that. Because she was black and they were facing like a lot of criticism. But that movie, Meg, that they all started, ended up, you know, becoming one of the best-selling movies. This movie isn't based on a true story. But this movie became one of the best-selling movies, a part of the production that it was a part of, that produced a movie and presented it. So, anyways, um, what else happens? So, there's this guy that works for the one that runs the movie, you know, production center. So, say you have, let me take, uh, Paramount Studios, right? And there's a guy that runs it. Say he's a CEO, and then he has, like, his right hand. So, say the CEO of Paramount gets really ill because he's fat and eats a lot. 
I'm so serious. Like, he's fat and doesn't want to stick to a diet. I'm so, like, it's not like I'm trying to be, like, discriminated. Like, he really, he's overweight. Not, like, a 600-pound life thing. But you got to think, like, back then, they didn't really know how to deal with, like, people that's overweight. But he was, you know, a little bit, you know, not in shape. Um, He wasn't in shape at all. Like, I'm being honest with you. Like, he wasn't in shape. And... The head of the studio, it's not Paramount, that was an example. But the head of the studio falls ill and his wife starts to take over. So when the head of the studio first heard about Meg, he was like, oh, I don't want to do it. Like, no, there's a colored girl. Like, they said colored girl. Like, they did not care. They did not say black or they said colored. I was like, that's still, I don't know. I don't. I think that's, like, rude to me. Like, colored? Like, what are you, colored? Like, I, I just think that's rude, but that's another episode. Um, <laughs> That's a whole other episode. But, um... So, he falls ill, and his wife takes over the studios for, like, a couple months. But when I tell you... I gotta take a break. His right hand, the guy that runs the studio that's now, like, on, like, the hospital bed, is so annoying. So, he doesn't want Meg to go into studios because he's a freaking racist. I don't care what no one says. He is racist with a capital R-A-C-I-S-T. C? I think I said C. I'm sorry if I did it. I know how to spell. I'm sorry. He, so that happens. And then the head of the studio comes back. He's like healthy and alive. But he dismisses his wife. Like his wife was like running the studio really well. She finishes Meg. The movie wraps up. The actors finally get their chance. The black actor that's um, part of the LGBTQ community at the time. Um, he's actually a writer for the film. And they didn't want him to, you know use his real name because they didn't want a black guy to, you know, get recognition until the end and show up at the awards. I'm going to get to that, I promise. So, um, he falls ill, he comes back, doctor's like, you're good to go, and he doesn't miss his wife. He's like, oh, you can make dinner. And his right hand is laughing, like, ha, 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 ha. So, right after the head of the studio dies, yes, because he did not want to stick to his diet that his doctor told him about. I'm not lying. Like, I'm not trying to be rude or anything. It's, it literally happened. So, um, that was your 600 pound life when, like, it was one episode where, like, the girl was trying to argue with the doctor because she didn't stick with her diet, and the doctor is so petty on that show. Great show recommendation, by the way. I definitely need to, rec- um, um, re- recap that show in this podcast. But anyways, um, like I was saying, so he dies, the right hand so the movie Meg is finished. Everything is done. The director is like, oh my god, we can now finish it, publish it out. The team on the production is like, yes, like this can be a good movie. The right hand comes in and throws it in the fire. So if you guys know back then it was it's not like digital. You can't like you know edit on a computer. It was like actual film. So he throws it in the garbage and everybody's pissed off. He's like, damn, like we worked so hard for nothing. Like ah, like dang. And then this random guy. He's, like, in the show. I didn't really know he was. He's, like, a one-time person that's, like, in an episode. But I should have paid attention to him. So the production guy, the one at, the CEO of the production company, dies. And they're all at his funeral. Everybody's there. Rest in peace to the guy that cannot stick to his diet. So, um, what else? Yes, so a random guy comes up. And the director of the film, he's like, hey, come here, come here. So he has, oh my god, bless this man's heart. He has an extra copy of the film, not the director, the random guy that I did not pay attention to. The little guy's like, hey, I have a, um, 
a copy of the film because, you know, I knew he was going to do something. The right hand, oh my god, you have to watch it. He's so racist. So, um, <laughs> racist right hand. I'm going to start calling him racist right hand. I'm not good at names, so, like, I'm sorry. But if you know the show, like, you know what I'm talking about. Like, you, you follow me, okay? <laughs> sorry. So, copy of the film. The film does amazing. Exceeds all expectations. One of the best selling movies a part of the production company for over five years the wife is amazed because it's like the first project she's ever worked on besides her husband oh yes the husband did cheat on her so <clears throat> i don't have corona so the husband actually um couldn't stick to his diet and actually cheated on her but the wife the mistress actually gets hired again at the company because the wife is like whatever like i like this wife like i feel like that, you know what, I, I need to do this episode where a lot of women tend to get mad at the woman that their man sleeps with. But it's like, sis, it takes two to tango, you know, get mad at both parties. But anyways, um, another podcast episode. Uh, <laughs> like I was saying, so, you know, she's like, the wife is just amazed. Like, hey, like I was always like, like, like a housewife. Because, you know, that was true. Not even just for her. That's focusing on black women. All women back then, if your man had a job, you had to be a housewife. And it was very rare for you to not be a housewife because if you weren't a housewife, you were, like, a teacher or, like, a nurse or something. Like, small jobs. They weren't expecting you to be, like, actresses and everything. Like, no. Like, women went through stuff, man. Sheesh, man. But, um... Anyways, like I was saying, what up? Yeah, so the movie does amazing. Wife is amazed. The wife has a daughter, and then the daughter gets engaged to one of the movie stars. So, say, I think it was, like, the Oscars, like, whatever. It was, like, some big awards for the movies. They all show up. Meg steals, like, all the awards. The black LGBTQ writer shows up with his boyfriend that's actually an actor in the film. He barely has any parts in it. I don't care what no one says. Um, they kiss. A lot of people are, a, a, a lot of people were not for the LGBTQ community back then, which sucks to be honest. But, um, love is love. Um, like I was saying, yeah, it just sucks, man. So they kiss, cute, show out, period poo. And it just shows that, you know, under any circumstance, keep working hard because you never know what could happen. But Hollywood, very great movie. I loved it. It was definitely not a great movie. Great show. Definitely, definitely deserves all the hype. Like other, like Outer Banks that is terribly scripted. Literally fell asleep on episode three. I was like, what the hell is this? I was like, what? But, um, yeah, I loved it. 9 out of 10. I hope you guys enjoyed my horrible recaps. Horrible recaps with Amina should become a, a trending hashtag on Twitter. I, I'm telling you, it's going to trend. I'm telling you, from like a year from now, my podcast is going to be huge. Everybody's going to be like, horrible recaps with Amina. <laughs> but anyways, thanks so much for listening, guys. Make sure you guys subscribe, follow, leave a rating, share this podcast episode with a friend all free and yeah thanks so much for listening let me know what other podcast episodes i should do let me know on twitter instagram snap i'm all at amina lee and make sure you guys check out my youtube channel i do everything on there i actually give i actually did a review for all american and elite and some other cool shows so you guys definitely check it out on there all links will be in the description peace bye and blessings and be safe in quarantine